anyone you see having huge wins is also taking on huge risk no matter sure. what no matter what you know the win ends up being you, you don't see what's going to happen throughout that trade and what the risk ends up actually being on that trade for these people uh so like for me i i just it's a risk thing it's a risk tolerance thing you're listening to the steady trade podcast the steady trade podcast a podcast that inspires traders to make meaningful strides and pursue their passions. Together, we'll sit down with experts to talk about their process, the lessons they've learned, and discuss how all traders can level up their trading careers. Here are your hosts, Tim Bowen and Stephen Johnson. Welcome back to the Steady Trade Podcast, everyone. I am Tim Bowen, back with Stephen Johnson. We've got both of us back here. Stephen, if you're watching on YouTube, I believe has extremely high levels of Corona based on those bats behind him. I'm hoping you're not eating those in a soup or something, which I don't even know if that is that the working theory anymore. I lost track. But anyway, bat, Stephen is surrounded by many bats. And I mean, it, it could be the rabies that he has for his erratic behavior as well. <laughs> but that being said, he's back. And then we've also got Roland Wolf here, our, our guest of the day. Um, really the agenda for today is, you know, it's been, oh, geez, I mean, time flies. I, I mean, I've, I've told this story so many times. It's like to, to me, like, and maybe it's the same for you guys, maybe the listener, like 2020 was like the year that like never happened. It's like, it was so wild in the stock market that I don't think any of us ever left our computers. And then we were all locked down and stuff. So it's like, it's almost like there's this void in the timeline. But that being said, I believe it's been a couple years, maybe year and a half since we've had Roland. So uh, got Roland back here to kind of update us on what he's working on, what he's up to. And then oddly enough, we got lucky, you know, we, we basically stumbled into the resurgence of that 2020 market. We've got Donald Trump's SPACs coming. We got, we got weird cryptocurrencies, you know, Bitcoin's going wild. Shibu Inu was going wild until Elon ruined it, but tons to talk about. So welcome back, Steven. Welcome back, Roland. What's up guys. How's it going? Dude, I'm I'm seeing you in pictures, and your shoulders are filling out more and more. Every every picture I see, in. are you <laughs> steroids? <laughs> steroids? Are you are you are you hitting the gym? <laughs> oh, what? Yeah, it's, it started. Uh, I don't know. You know, I moved to Texas, and obviously, yeah, we had the lockdown. But last year, just like Bowen said, it was just like trading, 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 trading. And you couldn't. You almost couldn't afford to like leave your computer. So that's kind of how it was for me too. And then that went all the way through the beginning of March. And then that's when everything, literally every single penny stock, every single one got extended like a lot on thin air, but every single stock on volume between January and February, like leading into that. But then January and February, it culminated in all the NASDAQ stocks, all the OTC stocks going up parabolically whether or not they had news, every single stock got extended. Um, and I think that's what created what has been a really long lull, pretty much in my eyes, March until now. It's been like there have been pockets of heat. Right. But like the rest of the time, man, like those charts, every single daily chart starting back in February got so extended. Dude, there was a period where there were no penny stocks. Right. There were no there were no sub $1 NASDAQ stocks. I think there okay. were three... Like, Everything three left like ten dollars. Everything, 
Yeah, they were yeah, gone. Yeah. I mean, they were gone. So like on top of that, you had the EV stocks. I was looking at some of those today, like the plugs and the, you know, the BLNKs that a year prior to that were like worthless POSs. They're still up in like the thirties, forties. <laughs> they, I was thinking maybe, maybe something's going to happen there. We had some kind of news this morning and I'm like, I don't even, they're still up there. They never came back down some of those things. So kind of an adjustment. And I think, you know, in my eyes, like it killed small cap for a while. Um, just all of the overextension, all the bag holders, all the new traders who came in off of the backs of like AMC, GME. Right. Um, but now we're seeing that they, no one left. Everyone's still here. They've just been waiting, you know? And that's what, and so I, you know, that's one thing I've done well. I haven't made a ton of money in this lull, uh, just kind of grinding my way through it. But, uh, you know, I took, I took my pedal off, like foot off the gas pedal trading wise and did focus a lot on my health this year spending time with my family. Um, you know, all the, I got three kids. I have one on the way in December, which is madness, but we're <laughs> stoked about it. A little baby girl coming mid-December. So, you know, I wanted to give as much time as I could to the three that I have right now before we have the fourth in a slower market. And that's kind of how I adjust my lifestyle and stuff. If I have to be there, you know, for a whole year straight, that's going to take care of me for the next couple of years. Yep. Um, then I got to be there. And, and that's kind of the dynamic I have with my family. That's so great. And my wife understands we've been doing this a while now. So right. kind, of, kind of like, you know, there are times you got to be there all day. And there are times where for me at this point in my career, it's better spent um, doing some other stuff, you know, trying to make myself more whole as a person uh, make myself more fit, make sure that I'm going to be able to live longer and be mentally fit and stuff like that too. Yeah. I think that's a mistake. A lot of people make is that, you know, and, and I get it, especially if you're new, obviously the listener, most of the listeners are new. And I, I think when you are new, you have to be there all. And, and you got to live through those slow markets. Cause a yeah. lot of you, you know, like a lot of you might be like, well, how did Roland recognize the slow market? Well, he's been through one before, you know, it's, and uh, so I think that, but once you get to a certain point where you can recognize what's going on out there, I mean, you gotta, you gotta do it because what's the point? I mean, I mean, at the end of the day, I mean, I guess if you're like some crazy Jeff Bezos character, it's about, it's just about that number. But like, again, Roland and, and I are very similar, you know, our families are number one and, you know, and trading in the money is just a tool. And if you're, if you got low energy, if you feel like crap, if you, if you can't spend the time with them, what's the point? And, you know, and, and I know Roland knows this, but I mean, my kids are old. I mean, my, well, I got 19 year old and a, and a 16 year old. And it's yep. like, it goes fast, man. It goes it's fast. fast. You look, you, you know, the, they always say the, uh, the days are long, but the years are short, you know? And it's like, for me looking back and I, and I think I did a pretty good job, but you can't get that time back. And, and, yeah, and that, yeah. and that's what you got to recognize. So, yeah. And that's, and that's kind of, and Stephen feels the same way about all of his prostitutes and stuff. You know, he's got, he's got a very similar relationship. It's like, you can uh, never I'm, spend enough time with them because you can't get that time back. You know? uh, under, under cost money and you've got to make money to spend the money. And, That's uh, true. and, and right now in this market, I can't really afford as many prostitutes as I was last year. <laughs> in 2020, it was like every weekend. Now, now it's like pick and choose and you get the lower grade ones. Hey, you know what though? Hey, but prostitutes are still going to be way less expensive than children at the end. Of the oh yeah, exactly. Uh, <laughs> the prices are coming down with coronavirus, so everything is <laughs> coming down. 
but but Roland, one thing I will congratulate you for, not prostitute related. Yes. Um, is dude, I see your kids coming along really well. I follow all of your Instagram. Yeah, yeah. Um, I see your kids looking super talented at football from a super young age. So they've got some yeah. wolf genes in there. Yeah, yeah, um, they do. Uh, I'm, su- I'm super proud of them. Yeah. I did. You're someone I admire from afar and, and unfortunately don't follow in any capacity, but <laughs> always, always admire. <laughs> you know what I mean? <laughs> yeah, dude. Uh, yeah, I mean, that's that's the cool thing about trading for me at the end of the day, what it's provided is that ability literally for me now. And, you know, look at to like people like Tim Bertani. I mean, he has two kids and he, I'm pretty sure he spends like every minute with those yep. kids. Like he's been able to give those two children. Well, again, what, what's the point of making $15 million trading penny stocks if you're going to miss your babies, you know, and yeah, it's, yeah. And, and yeah, you know, Gritani's kind of detached right now, but again, what's the point? I mean, it's like, you're either just, what's the point? 16, 17, 18, 19. I mean, he's got, you know, you know, why not spend that time? I mean, he's got a skill. He can just come back. So no, when they, when they it. go to, you know, maybe when they start school, you know, all of a sudden, Hey, they're, yeah, yeah. Like, oh, yeah. they're off for, they're off to school for the day. Then you come back, but he can't get that two year, to six year period back. So what's the yep. point of making 15 million in penny stocks? He's also made a lot more money than me. <laughs> sure. <laughs> but I'm just, you, know, you bring him up and, and, and no, yeah, no, I, mean, I like, know. I know. People, people will I ask agree. me, they're like, Hey, you know, where's, where's Gratani? I'm like, I'm like, Gratani's fucking living life, baby. Living That's what life. he's doing. Yeah. And, you know? and his, and he's gonna, and he, I, and I, you know, I texted him, uh, texted with him a little while back. Cause it had been a while. I just want to see how it was with the kids and everything. And, if he missed trading at all. And he said, yeah, he misses it. He's like, and I'm like, but do you understand how lucky you are to be able to spend every minute? Like when I was, my wife was pregnant with my second kid. That's when I discovered trading. You know what I mean? He was like, he's at like 10 mil at that 13 mil at that point. Um, Yeah. And then he comes back and like just smashes CEI. He does, you know, he can, he has a skill set and a mentality and that kid's like kind of from a different planet. Right. But, but well, like, he, but you, I'm calling him he, the golden boy for yeah, 10 he's years the goat yeah. to me, no matter what, <laughs> but, but like he can come out and he's just how he's wired now. And he understands that all this, like so many things he can, he has that skill set. like, yeah, he'll probably have to dust it off uh, and get used to whatever's happening in crazy markets at times, depending on how, how long any t- trader takes off. Uh, but for me, it's been more so like it's been slow. So I'm going to not pay too much attention to all the slowness and chop on a day to day basis. You know, when the market really heats up, you'll see me get more aggressive. I've been trying to do that. That being said, it's kind of tricky for me. Even these markets at times, like I'm not a chaser. Right. I'm not a chaser. And so like even DWAC, like at 30, I'm like, I, like the breakout, I saw it. I'm like, this is, but am I chasing it? And I'm like, so I've had to do a little bit of adjusting, you know, being more of a small cap trader uh, to take advantage of some of this volatility that there is. And it's awesome. Uh, but it, that, but so I don't necessarily have to catch moves like DWAC. It creates so much more. Uh, if we have Bitcoin breakout, I've got a whole crop of like, you know, a whole different group of stocks to work with that I have eyes on. I've been watching. I have some positions um, there, you know, that so like I'm kind of looking macro right now as long as we keep having Momo, like as long as we keep having that momentum, I'm going to uh, try to be here and be engaged. Uh, and I'm going to be a little bit less engaged with my family just because I have to be. 
Uh, but, and I have a baby coming obviously in a month and a half. So I told my wife, I have to grind it out as hard as I can, especially <laughs> if we're going to have a hot market right now. Um, and then we'll see what happens after the fourth baby comes, but. Can I, can I just get like an idea of like, cause everyone's known that you're kind of trading sales quite unique and you're, you're one of the first people to be known to make money on the long side on the, on, uh, from the micro cap stocks before it all kind of went crazy. So like, yeah, yeah. What was your playbook then? Like, what was your like top three setups then? What are your top three setups now? Like, how has it changed? Yeah, I mean, it's not too different. You know, it's not too different. And for me, it's not the setups. You know, we got breakouts. I have like gap and crap reversals where I'm trying to squeeze like early morning shorts. Uh, what I've had to adjust this year is that the sheer volume of traders that have come in have made like kind of old school, just bread and butter setups, like relevant breakouts stuff like that. Um, so that's what I've had to kind of adjust to. Like, uh, you know, a lot of the stuff with VWAP, uh, a lot of things that just a lot of traders are watching, I kind of have to keep eyes on. Uh, some of the more basic patterns I've gone back to at times. But for me, it's just about making sure that on any given pattern, I'm only being super aggressive when it's in play, which they, it's just like on a weekly basis with small cap. Uh, so for me, that's what it's been about. It's not been... Um, you know, and a lot of my favorite setups over the years have gone away completely. Like when we had reverse stock split, uh, the reverse split setups back in the day, dude, that, that was like, when, when we're talking about edge and like a, an exploitable scenario, that was, there's not to this day for me been any better long, uh, to have like a Y and all that stuff back in the day, they do the split fade to a buck. That was like 2017. Oh yeah, that, that was like a, there was like a two year span where two years span. Of, play, yeah, that was it. And you know, take your 10k, 20k shares at a buck. It's going to go to two, and they put the PR out, and that was it. That's the play. It might go to five. It might go to twenty. Those were all like if you look back at all the parabolic runners from that period of time between 2016 and 2000 when I started and 2018, they were all reverse splits. You know, they were all recent splits because those were the low floats. Yep. Uh, dilution used to play a much bigger part, I think, uh, during the periods of time because we didn't have as much volume. So we yep. couldn't really, you know, the dilution was king at that period of time. So I was very cognizant of that during that trading that kept me safe during that period of time. I had to adjust to that because at this point in time, like, you know, they do an offering there. Yeah. You know, yeah, the offerings are there. The offerings, the second a, leg, baby. That uh, yeah. That's the dip. Yeah. That's the dip. You know, that's just the start. So, and, and to, for me, that's what I've struggled with. I think the most over the last year or so, or some kind of older school things that if you haven't adapted, like there have been more opportunities and places where I used to say, absolutely not. Um, so that's what I'm trying to do. I'm actually expanding my playbook at the time. I'm getting more into some swing trading. Um, I've just because, I mean, I've been, I was kind of, you know, as old school micro cap traders, you're talking like the day, the moves were one, two, three, four day max on a big pump. Maybe it could do more stuff, but most of the time that first red day, death and destruction, yep. maybe a bounce. And then that's, you don't think about it for a year, that stock, you know? Uh, that changed with all the new traders and all yeah, the I draw new this uh, on a lot of the webinars, I, you know, I'll draw this just trying to explain to people the difference, you know, I'll draw this triangle and I'm like in the olden days, you know, it's like, it's like straight up and straight down. I'm like in the olden days, this was like zero to four days. Okay. Yes. That was the standard penny, you know, you know, four days dead. Like now it's four months, you know, they all still go back, 
but it's just, they ain't doing it in four days and they hang around and hang around and hang around, you know, listen, CEI, I mean, chip hell, CEI still at a buck 50. I mean, it's like the, the most blatant, blatant out there pump by, by Twitter pumpers. And here it is. It's still up 300%. It started at 30 cents. And I wonder, I, I got that thing on watch, man. I still think it might be come back again, you know, but then we've got uh, just to keep talking about state of the markets right now uh, and how things have changed since 2017, like going back to what Steven was saying, new players in the game on social media, new players in the game with chat rooms and stuff like that. And big, huge players. Uh, I played one today on my size. That's one of the biggest, that's one of the bigger chat room pumps, uh, Twitter pumps, you could say, you know, um, I scalped that, you know, that's a strategy at this point for a lot of people. They're playing the pumps um, and they're erratic and they come and go. And I mean, it's like, as, I have the, certain as, feelings an old about school, it. as an old school short seller, my size is always one of my favorites. My size, cause, man. Because of their, their app to, you know, they like give you the size of your pants. Yes. But I, I, I love it. Dude, this is, been, this I, is what dude, I love. I have, I have traded. Yeah, go ahead. This brings a tear to my eye, though, in penny stocks. When you've got a deal, this stock is up a hundred percent on a deal with Dockers in Turkey. Docker, Dockers in Turkey. Turkey. <laughs> How Dockers glorious Turkey. is that, <laughs> dude? I've traded. I I traded my size throughout the years. So have you, I'm sure. Yep. Like, we've all tra- like my size, and every time I've traded it, that is the PR. Some <laughs> retailer in some foreign country is using. <laughs> Their proprietary sizing app like that is it's, it hasn't changed over the years. And yep. that and so like I had to today. I couldn't. Not. <laughs> uh, but I've made, you know, I so like I've been trading my size for years, guys. Yep. You know, it's not like uh, it's not like a new comp. Like it's the same thing. It's oh, yeah. just yep. it's yep. just huge, huge social media pumps. And yep. you know what? As long as they're there, you might as well try to take advantage of it. If you can, you have to be careful because. As, as sure as they go up, they are going to go down. Look at CEI. Yeah. I mean, well, and again, CEI's been, I mean, that's another great example. Like, I mean, CEI's been around, you know, that's been a pump for years, you know? So I took, I, I just took my size on small size from a buck 70 uh, to two thirty, And I was like, yes, that's perfect on something like this. It did hit three. Yep. Uh, but you know, I, I'm just, uh, what I'm trying to say is like, if things are there and they're creating volatility, you have to adapt, especially as a long, um, when times are hot like this, these are generally the times I'm going to be doing some funkier stuff, a little out, not like not disciplined, still in control, still minding my risk, but trying other strategies where we have a lot of buying volume across a lot of different sectors and stuff like that. Uh, the odds are more in my favor of at least having a little bit of follow through as opposed to what we've seen for six months, which has been just like death and destruction, you know, yeah, like especially on first green day gappers, which is kind of my thing. You know, we've seen a lot of breaks through high day, all day faders. Yeah, so like, why am like, I going to be hitting those hard? You know, my size, just for reference, for those listening, we're recording on October 26th, you know, again, 200 million shares at noon. You know, I mean, obviously this thing has been pumped. It's been, it's ran years, 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 years. This has ran, but I mean, nowhere near on this side of kind of volume. I mean, not even close. No, no not and that just close. shows you the difference these days. And that's exactly, it's a perfect, it's an absolute perfect illustration of like what happens now. And it's, and 
social media is a powerful tool. And I think kind of like, I want to know how many people, in, and again, this isn't a bash on Turkey, but seriously, Dockers, how many Dockers, people, Turkey. how many people are in, in Turkey are wearing Dockers? I don't know. I have no clue. I have no clue. <laughs> can, I, can, I, can I just ask a question? I'm curious because everyone's got different trading styles. Uh, obviously, when the market's quiet, you're not really trading as much. You're putting the foot off the pedal. But when things really get hot like this, like I see the likes of like Bryce Tui, he's, he's on steroids. He, he's really trading heavy. And you know, because you're in the same office as him, right? Like, so how, how is your style relating to him and, and how often are you pressing the buttons? Here's, here's another issue I've been having is like, I am kind of from the old school and <laughs> the new school is different. Like this new, these kids these days are they're no, They don't play games. They're like really slinging chairs around. And for me, it's, you know, I'm kind of inspired by it in a certain fashion. Like, I think I can crank my trading up to the next level too. I see what they're doing. I see the levels they're using. I know what the strategies are and all that kind of stuff. But for me, it, they're taking on big risk as well. You know, if you're trading huge, anyone you see having huge wins is also taking on huge risk, no matter sure. what, no matter what, you know, the win ends up being, you, you don't see what's going to happen throughout that trade and what the risk ends up actually being on that trade for these people. Uh, so like, for me, I, I just, it's a risk thing. It's a risk tolerance thing. Um, well, and I think this is where, you know, that, that, you know, and, and I think a lot of people got to be careful with the whole comparison idea too, because, oh, yeah. you, know, you know, again, I mean, I mean, you know, obviously Bryce young single, you know, here, Roland is, you know, he's got, you know, a kid on the way, he's got three kids already. He's the sole breadwinner of the family. I mean, he's got different responsibilities. Yeah, yeah. So it's like, you got, but so you got to, you know, you ultimately you're customizing it to yourself. But, yep. but yeah, I mean, I mean, listen, I, you know, I've told this story so many times. I mean, when I was 22, there was no, there was no internet. Okay. But I, I mean, the, the, I would have been trading so much different when I was 22 versus 48 with kids going to college and everything else. It's just different, you know, a hundred, a hundred percent. And everyone has to keep that in mind. Like yep. it, it's not at the end of the day. So like DWAC, for example, all right, day one, it rips everyone long gets rich. A uh, lot of shorts took massive hits on day one on DWAC, like uh, prominent ones. So for some context, just in, in, yeah, yeah. you know, just for the listener, DWAC is the stock we're talking about. You can look back to, it would have been October 21st, I think. Anyway, goes from like 10 to 180 in 24 hours but yeah right, imagine ahead. imagine you think oh, i've got half a million in my account i'll write this out imagine you thought that yeah Don. yeah that's Don. true that's true it's very possible but and that happened clearly <laughs> uh clearly but then day two you like on twitter that's when you see it like i made this much 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 and in my head i didn't make any off the whack like i pretty much pushed out like at 30 <laughs> uh, and on the, and on the unhalt when it dipped to 20, I pushed out on both of those. Uh, and then I'm not a chaser. So I pretty much a student FOMO for the rest of the day. Uh, and the next day too, cause I'm not going to buy it at a buck 20 if I wanted it at 30 bucks. That's just not me. Uh, even if that's what the price action says the next morning and it's gapping up, it's gapping up to me. It's so far gone at that point. It made me sick. You know what I mean? <laughs> uh, but, but my job as a trader is not to care anymore about that, yeah. but to understand that that's going to provide maybe another opportunity for me. Uh, the next morning we had Grom G O R M C R T D F P H U N M A R K. You know, that little group of stocks all gap yes. up in sympathy. 
um, well, I think. Yeah, there, you know, there's a group of them. I ended up buying Grom, a social media company for a I took it from like the fours to the sevens. I only made, I didn't have that many shares. I, li- I like, I like how you're, you know, you know, again, it shows you the world we're in. You're, you basically, you, you almost doubled your money on that. And it's yeah. like only, you know, oh, only, so, but, so, so but, lame. Yes. But that's how, but in context of what DWAC's doing and what, what fun was up a thousand percent right. that morning, P H U N. So, so like my job is to then, use whatever information I have and not be all emotionally jacked up because I missed a couple trades. Uh, and that's, but I, that's so like, to me, the reason I got so jacked up about that is because I had a high conviction in that catalyst and the scenario and the slow markets recently and everything else. It kind of had all those elements for that big squeeze. And I knew it. Uh, and so my job is to move on from that. And that's what I've been doing. And I'm just pushing on and we're going to see how long and what this sparks for us. And I'm just going to kind of react accordingly without getting too crazy. Like I said, I see some of these kids slanging shares, making some amazing money. And I, and I have nothing but respect and admiration for people who can do that. Um, and I, and it does inspire me to open up a little bit more in terms of risk. I, I, my risk is always on the smaller side, uh, but keeping everything in perspective, like Tim was saying. I got, I got kids, I got kids and stuff. I can't be, uh, you know, that's like all their college education in one trade in terms of risk for me is too much. (laughs) (laughs) But uh, I mean, for the likes of Daywalk, I mean, we're just talking about it now, just before the podcast and you you were saying something around the lines of just wondering what you want to put into this. So are you looking on buying the dip? Yeah. And like, and how are you buying the sympathies? Like, you know, yesterday or the day before with the sympathies with like the likes of SALM, what what's your idea of double bottoms uh, god I, so the reason i struggle with the sympathies so much is just because of what they were like fun was up from a buck to whatever and we're talking about mark let's talk about mark yep. i'm not sure what the catalyst was i know that there was i saw a I picture circulating of the seat i think it was no, all i think it was no. an imaginary catalyst on mark all i but. saw were pictures <laughs> of apparently the ceo of mark with donald trump jr on social media i'm pretty sure that's all i could find so like fine and to me i'm like ew like i can't buy that up 500 on that picture can i i can't personally so, and some people made great money on it you know phun was a similar rumor types of, those were all on rumors that they work with dwac that yeah. being said they did move pretty well like they were good sympathies um but i you know crtd already did an offering um we'll see what happens i think if dwac goes i hate to say it but you're gonna see them pop Yep. I just it's just gonna happen how far they can go that's a whole nother thing and it all comes down to DWAC to me so I have eyes on it I don't you know I'm not saying this is dead and buried I think there's uh, the, the other Looking thing with right now the other thing with DWAC is like literally people's mothers and like fathers and everyone like it has a different kind of thing going on macro wise to me yep. That's the only reason that, you know, this isn't completely dead to me and I'm interested at all, but. Well, DWAC was like, for, for me, is the, it, was the, it, was, it was the most recent one where I, I call them civilians, okay? When, when Civilian, I say civilians. Totally, 100%. It, yep. the, 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 the people, and when I, in, in like when Roland and I are people in, in, that's like the people that are kind of like, I mean, everyone kind of, know, you know, you see the stock ticker, everybody kind of follows the market. But when I say civilians, people like with day jobs, you know, that aren't actively trading, 
and I'm getting messages and I'm getting mm-hmm. buddies texting me and I'm like, Oh, this is something, you know, this yep, is, yep. this is like Bitcoin in 2017, you know? <laughs> totally. So, so we're in an interesting time. Um, and I, so like right now I'm super engaged right now. I'm super, super engaged. Uh, and that's not to say like, I haven't been trading, you know, over the last, since February, March, it's just, I've just had it under control. Right. And that's because you can't take much more than the market. Well, you can't take any more than the markets are going to give you. It's a very common phrase, but like across from what I trade, I need volatility. And every single day for the last, up until now, six months or so, the top percent gainer, most of the time has been about 30%, 20%, uh, 25%. And just kind of like you had to be kind of nitpicky, single oriented, unless you had some decent swings going, which was tough too. So so kind of interesting. I'm really looking forward to see what's going to happen the next two months because we got two more months left in this year. Just like Tim said, this year has flown the last two years. Yeah. I don't oh, know. Yeah. <laughs> I have no clue what's happened, man. <laughs> you know, it's just uh, kind of flown by here. So, so, so what are you picking up in terms of when you're saying you're starting to look at swings? I've heard other good traders saying that they're starting to look at swings as well. Is there any kind of specific things or criteria? Are you just thinking, all right, Bitcoin's getting hot. We're seeing breakouts. That's getting some of them. Or or what what are you looking at there? Yeah, really sector-oriented a lot of the time. Um, We got NFT stocks. We've got, like, the Bitcoin stocks. I think they kind of go together. Like, I'm I'm not 100% sure. I'm not, like, a big crypto guy. But I think, like, ETH and NFTs, they kind of you use ETH by NFT. So if ETH yeah, goes up, yeah. we should, you know, that yeah. kind of thing. I'm just keeping my eyes open. I'm just keeping my eyes open for the other thing we've seen are like backside runs. So if we're seeing stocks go parabolic, we've seen good bounces on some of these things. Like, like I said, a lot of strategies that I haven't u- didn't use for a long time because they didn't really work that well have been working a lot better. So um yeah, that's kind of that's kind of the idea. Biotechs haven't been so hot lately, but those will come back into play at some point. Um, we'll kind of see what happens. I'm just trying to react going into the end of the year appropriately. That's all, and take my piece. Uh, it's been it's been definitely a little bit more challenging of a year for a lot of people, I think. And I think there's so much pent up like aggression, uh, and you know, people just dying to like YOLO stuff, and that's what you're seeing right now. Um, so that's my goal. Do you, have a, do you have any predictions for 2022 based on the, the mania of 2020, then the lull of 21 and what's in 22? I don't know, man. I'm so confused, to be honest, in terms of like the macro picture with the markets right now. I am like the macro in terms of like, we're just hitting all time new highs, like spy new highs, just new highs everywhere. But like, that's not how the world feels to me. Well, feel yeah, like that, that's the interesting thing. You know? like, like I was talking about this on a webinar. It's like, I mean, basically everything's at all time highs. You know, the spy, the Dow, Bitcoin, NFTs, oil. I mean, Pokemon, like, Pokemon, Rolexes. Exactly. <laughs> so, yeah. so it's like, that's where like, and especially like with DWAC, I was just like, I don't know. I, I, I hate to, you know, you know, I hate to say it, but I almost wonder you know, and I'm no doom and gloomer, but I just wonder if, if, if maybe we're, we're in for some sort of like hard yank, you know, going back to like 2007, 2008, when I got started and I tell that story a million times, man, every penny stock failed. 
every and, and it was the glory days of short selling is what I call it. And, yeah. and it's just like, I wonder if maybe, but the only reason I don't say that is again, you look at what, what's different about a DWAC or any of these, I mean, DWAC traded 500 million shares and it was a, you know, it was, it was like a 30, 40, $50 stock. I mean, that did not happen in 2007, 2008. There was, yeah. I mean, I mean, nothing like that. So the volume is the one thing that I think we're not there yet, I, but anyway. <laughs> yeah, I don't know. I'm, I'm just going to kind of react as we get into sure. 2022. There's, there's money to be made in any market. So yeah. it, it personally, personally, like just from where I'd like to be, is I hope we get a pool. I hope things pool like and feel better to me in terms of buying stuff. Like right. it's, it's just wild to me. Like uh, I would love to invest in some of these companies and stuff. I just would like a pool and it's just, <laughs> you know what I mean? And there have been every dip's been bought like in the overall markets for quite a while now. Um, it just doesn't make hundred percent sense to me. And I know it doesn't have to, it just, and I've keeps, I've been saying this for a long time. You know? It's not, <laughs> It's not like it's, I've been saying this for a long time. Like no matter what, I just remember the days where like, if there were world events, markets would react to them. Yes. <laughs> that, yeah. and, you know, it wasn't that long ago, but at a certain point that stopped happening. And like, no matter what's going on in the world, the whole world could be burning. Spy's going to hit new damn highs tomorrow. Yeah. <laughs> so uh, until, so until it makes more sense to me, I'm just going to react appropriately, I guess you could say. And uh, the, the other thing that's, in, I've, I've been getting some emails about about um, some new stuff that you're putting out that I was quite curious. And I was glad to be on the list for it. But yeah. uh, so what's what's going on? Because uh, I believe you've got uh, some new some new teaching, new course. Yeah, I've been, I've still been teaching, been teaching this whole time uh, up until, I don't know, like eight months ago, it was just like my private group. Uh, my Wolfpack group that I've been working with for, I don't know, years. I have two millionaire students out of that group now. Nice. Uh, yeah, which is just awesome. And they're savage traders, man. And there's some of these kids who are also pushing the limit uh, size-wise and doing some things, some cool things. Um, but yeah, so we opened up a new service now. Uh, it's called Roland Wolf Trading Accelerator. Uh, and I'm basically working with like anyone traders of all skill levels, like from brand new to more established traders and stuff like that. Um, maybe traders with experience and it's going to, it's a really like hands-on um, full like mentorship group. Um, you know, I want to get to know these people uh, and try to help them navigate. Like a lot of them are new and like just help them navigate so much that they're going to have to experience as they get into trading, especially small cap, uh, but just trading in general. Um, in terms of gray areas, like kind of helping them get from A to Z. Um, and then kind of, so it's kind of like a 90 day boot camp kind of format where we start with uh, just the basic kind of stuff. Then we get into technical analysis, fundamental analysis, um, and then deeper into like the gray areas of small cap and trading, the psychology, uh, the dangers, you know, kind of how dilution works and stuff like that. And what that means in today's market, which is different than it used to mean, uh, you know, so these companies are getting rich these days with the volume and the amount of shares they're allowed to, that they can dump out there. You're seeing these small cap companies actually become mid mid cap, some become large cap companies at this point, which is kind of wild. Uh, so that kind of thing, uh, live trading, we do, you know, two live trading webinars a week, uh all that kind of stuff 
going to get into boot camps again. Uh, but that, but that's the main thing that just started up. Um, it's a brand new group and yeah. So the goal is to kind of have this group of traders progress together. Um, and then my goal is never to like have clones of me because that doesn't work in trading, you know, like it's just not how it is. The way people are wired is so different. Um, it's just to help people find their, navigate their way through a really difficult initial learning curve and get through that as quickly as possible. Uh, but then the secondary learning curve, which is, you know, the more important stuff, like the trade experience, the psychological stuff, because we're all looking at the same charts. And so ultimately at the end of the day, it's like, what's between your ears and how do you control that? Uh, it doesn't, you can know everything in the world, but if you don't have that kind of control, uh, and knowledge, then yeah, you're in trouble, you know, you're in tons of trouble. And then this becomes a game where it's like just gambling, um, and penny stocks are corrupt and blah, 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 blah. Right. You know what I mean? <laughs> you get into the blame game and all that good stuff, but it's really just, we're the ones pressing the buttons and how do we control that? And what do you need to know going into trades and going into the market on a daily basis? Uh, so yeah, I'm really excited about the group. Uh, haven't had a group of newer traders in a long time. And I, my other groups basically like self-sufficient pack of really good traders at this point. Um, and some of them are in there as well. So it's kind of cool. Yeah. Pretty stoked about that. If, if you want to give a go-to first pattern for them, uh, what what would you be your go-to first pattern that you're trying to introduce them to? I'm just curious. I ha- I mean, I teach dip buy-in and just like as a, and for me, it's more a risk reward thing. So like, that's what I kind of pound into my students is like risk, re- understand your risk, understand the risk involved in your trade. Well, that's, um, I think that's the biggest thing that people screw up like, with, with dip 100%. buying is they, I mean, listen, you can, you can buy a 5%, 10%, 50% dip, but if you don't have any freaking stop, you know, it's like, <laughs> yeah. you know, it's, it's, then, it's, it's, it's like, but, but then they're like, and then they're like, well, I'll just add to the dip and then I'll yeah, add just add. The but, it's uh-huh. like, <laughs> but then, so, so for me, it's also key levels, like understanding key levels and where there are higher probabilities of a bounce. And which patterns will also promote that higher probability of a bounce because short sellers may cover seeing a potential bottom, seeing a potential key level of support holding. And that's the whole point of that. You know, support should hold. That's why we call it support, even though obviously it's going to do what it's going to do. But at the end of the day, like for me, it's about taking noobs, taking new traders and get them away immediately from chasing stocks. Yep. Immediately. Like, like as the very first foundation for me, I want them to not look at stocks that are spiking and try to get into them, uh, which is a really different thing. You know, it's, uh, I, I promote them to, and there's a lot more to it. Obviously there are times where you need to be watching that stock that's spiking. Uh, but in terms of entries and then understanding the risk involved and how to, uh, grow a smaller account in particular, finding good opportunities with good risk reward, high probabilities of bounce, where you can take a single or maybe a double repeatedly. Uh, that's kind of where I try to steer them and then understanding the fundamental stuff that they need to know, uh, the dangers behind some of the stuff involved, uh, understanding pumps and stuff like that and how social media uh, plays part in it. Just the whole, all the gray area that's not necessarily just in a book somewhere. Right. You know, that's kind of what, that's kind of what I've. Uh, well, and that's, I mean, and that's why I definitely, so, so if you're listening, head over to steadytrade.com. We'll link everything to just check out Roland's program. But, but yeah, I mean, that's that I'm glad you said the book thing. Cause again, I'm an avid reader, love books, yeah, highly totally. recommend books, but it's like most of the stuff we're doing the last couple of years, there's no books on this stuff. I no, mean, we, totally. we went, we're, into, right, we're writing the book right now. Yeah, exactly. It's a new book. You know, we went into madness mode at this yep. point and it's like, 
you know, it's like, again, you look at some of these big moves, whether it be social media pumps, discord pumps, or, or the reason for the moves. It's just, yep. it, it, this stuff isn't in trading books the last no. two years. No, so. no. So, and everything's on steroids when, yep, exactly. when the volume, because of the volume, again, the volume, uh, we got big short sellers around, you know, you got hedge funds that come in when these things start getting into the hundreds and 50, 60, 70, 80, they can't help it. That's their job. A lot of these hedge funds is to hit stuff like that and make those big returns for their clients. Uh, so that's when, and then you see stuff like AMC this year and GME, yeah. you know, mind blowing mind like, and that, and I missed all that too. I missed AM, like I hit express for a really, I hit some of those sympathies hard, but like GME, I wasn't buying it at 200 or I, buying yeah. call options at 300 and <laughs> you know, it's a, uh, it's wild. It's, it's really wild. And I'm just trying to kind of take it in and, uh, yeah and refine my trading and my edge based on what we've been seeing, you know, and that's all we can really do. And then help my students, help my students, you know, develop process and understand how they can do that for themselves, improve their trading. Cause that's ultimately what it comes down to. You have to see what you're doing, right. See what you're doing wrong, cut out the bad. And, you know, and the problem with that is, is the, all the variables involved with trading and within the markets. Yeah. You know, there are times where I'm taking entries that in other markets, there's no way in hell ever, not with your money, do would I take that entry? You know what I mean? Um, and that comes with experience too. So that's the other thing I try to, at, you know, at a minimum for them, they're going to know uh, if I'm being aggressive or not. You know, they're going to know that if things are hotter or they're not hotter, um, and that alone can save like newer traders, you know, understanding it's not always time to be going a hundred, you know, a thousand RPM. Uh, there are a lot of times where you should not be trading at all, in my opinion. Um, well, I mean, I think back to, you know, I, uh, well, it was basically a week and a half ago. I, I, I did, you know, like five straight webinars, just begging people to like either review your data you know, watch past webinars, you know, yeah. if you bought some DVD, watch it. I'm like, please don't please. I'm like, and I kept saying, I'm like, it'll change. Okay. Just wait. And then all of a sudden HX comes along and yeah. then H uh, HX, HX was wild, but then DWAC made it look like a joke. And then yeah. here we are this week. It's like, shit, we can't even keep track of everything yep. today. So, yeah. <laughs> but at the same time, everything's been kind of choppy. So, yeah, of, yeah. you know, so it's been, uh, so it's good. It's, it's, I'm, I'm welcoming whatever's happening, but I'm also ready to like kind of dial it back if I have to, because we don't know uh, necessarily what it's going to look like. The more this continues, though, the more you're going to keep it. One of the keys for me is when that pocket's there, especially when things have been slower, you have to kind of hit it. If there's a pocket of momentum, yeah. you got to hit the pocket, you know, and uh, and that's been something I've been good at throughout the year. So that's what I'm trying to do right now. Just keep hitting this pocket while we have it. And maybe it's two months, three months, maybe it goes through till February where we have runners, 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 runners. That's best case scenario. You know what I mean? And I'm going to treat it that way until the markets say, nope, no more runners. And it's really that easy. You know, once the runners stop, I chill out a little bit and then let it, let things shake, let things shake, which is how I trade in the morning. Like that's how I trade. I'm not really placing trades first thing in the morning. I'm, I'm a big oh, advocate yeah. of letting things, let all the gamblers just like take their size in the morning and do whatever they're going to do and let levels set up and then, you know, paint a bigger picture for you. Um, it's a lot easier that way at times, especially.
Sorry, I'm still we're we're live. There's charts going, so I'm still kind of yeah, no, we're <laughs> a little distracted, man. <laughs> what, are you, what are you looking at right now? I'm curious. Just whatever, bro. D wax up. I got uh, what's Bimmy doing? Why is Bimmy up? B I M I. They're they're old school. Yeah, but I was gonna say Bitcoin? I didn't know it was old school runner. Yeah, yep, yep. B I M as an old school Bitcoin yep. Chinese runner, right? Yeah, 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 I saw him earlier at 80 cents thinking, eh, but like, you know, maybe in this market and that's what I'm saying in a market like this 80 cents on Bimmy with some, with like uh, BKKT, I think ran uh, yesterday on crypto yep. news, crypto stocks have been kind of, you know, getting a little bit of traction again. Uh, I think it all is going to be dependent obviously on this Bitcoin breakout, uh, which isn't dead yet. Still holding up for now, but yeah. But, but I mean, what so, yeah. it Bimmy? Well, the likes of Bimmy, just to say that, it's funny because you can look on the daily, right? And it went from like 80 cents to 12 on 20 million volume. And you're like, well, if it, if it went from 80 cents to 12 on 20 million volume, what can I do in this market? I know, <laughs> but, but, that, but that's a good example. It's, I mean, it's done 48 million today. Granted, it was at trading at a little bit higher price back then and whatever. But yeah, it's, I, I don't know. Things are, and that's, that is what I keep in mind. And I have to adjust like throughout every market. You know, it's just like any market. I'm just adjusting, trying to dial back my aggression when I need to. And that alone has kept me pretty good, you know, making sure I'm not risking too much when I shouldn't be risking too much. Uh, when things are hotter and the time comes to press a little bit harder and I'm swinging maybe multiple Bitcoin stocks over the weekend looking for a Bitcoin push, I am risking more on those weekends. And some of my bigger losses will come on those weekends, but those are also my biggest gains. Yep. You know, when I'm able to swing a sector, everything caps up 200% over the weekend. Um, and you take your easy profits. Like that's what I live for as a trader. Personally, I there's nothing better than that to me. That's what can make my year. Um, and that's why I played this game too. grind it out, grind it out, grind it out. Just try to put myself in the right positions. And at some point you get your double, your triple, your home runs, uh, that will make your month that will make your year. And, and that's what I tell people too. You know, it's, it's really important to just stay alive, man. Stay alive <laughs> because, because, you know, if you're out of the game, you know, you could have maybe just blown your account up the day before, like on HX or something. And then yep. DWAC comes literally that day um, and you're out of the game. So it's just one of those things. You try your best uh, to survive slower markets, grind away singles, grind away singles, grind away singles. And eventually the time comes, you know, I've been saying that for like six months, by the way, like, <laughs> in, my, in my watch list. I'm like, I'm just waiting. I'm just waiting to get it really aggressive again. I'm just waiting, waiting, waiting. And everyone's like, well, you've been waiting a long time. I'm like, well, this is just the game. Like, and whether uh, you know, and, and in yeah. the grand scheme of things, it's not that long, you know. No, it's not. Dude, no. 2018, 2019 were like it was like two years of that, you know mm -hmm. what I mean? Um, and and this was even hotter, like 2020, and compare that to 2018, 19 <laughs> or 2021. I'm sorry, this year. Compare that. It's like way hotter. Bro, so, you you don't even know what 2010 to 2013. I don't even. Yeah, I'm sure it was like what, like 10,000 volume on it. Oh, day. God. Oh, like, <laughs> I mean, you I mean to, if you had one like 20% gainer on like, like you said, on like 200,000 shares, it was like whole, I mean, everyone. <laughs> and it's like, oh, it was bad, bad. Yeah, they're still trading paper on the floor over there and writing out the orders. And <laughs> oh, 2010 to, tw I always, I call it, you know, cause you know, again, and I've told this story a million times, you know, 2007 is when I started. 
And then 2007, like 2010 was when you know, I called that the golden age of short, short selling. And then that three year period, oh, it was bad. So bad. Just, I mean, days and days and hours of just waiting for something to happen. Man. But anyway, so it could always be worse. <laughs> yeah. But then technology and then this year in particular, it went viral. Trading yeah. went viral. That's oh, what yeah. happened. Everything. It went viral. Yep. So like, it, this is a thing. Retail is here to stay. See, and that's why I don't think we're, that's why I don't, as, as much as, you know, earlier I said, Hey, you know, but it's, I don't think we're going, it's bad. not the no, cat's no, no, out no. of the bag. Yeah. Man. Yeah. <laughs> Whether or not we have a big market crash, we're, we're going to have volume here, man. Yeah. Like, trader, I really do. I think retail is here to stay. Uh, I think there are a lot of new traders as a profession. They're just doing this now. Yep. Like this is, they made maybe a crap ton of money on GameStop. A lot of people lost everything they had in those moves too, which you have to obviously keep in mind. But I think that's kind of the new game. We had the stimulus checks. We had all the perfect formula for people to just trade. No one, people even now today are getting laid off from their jobs yep. as nurses, as firemen, as uh, uh, corporate workers. And like, damn, what am I going to do? Well, yeah. there's not too many damn options, you know, for a lot of these people. Well, this is an option for a lot of these people at this point. They're, where else are they going to turn? They have to figure out something to do to make money. And well, yeah, and especially I, I mean, and, listen, you know, you can you can out you can always learn a new career, but I mean, listen, you, you you go back to college, you're talking two, three, four years or something. The nice thing about trading is now this is obviously a double edged sword. But the 100%. nice thing is, I mean, you can start today. Yeah. <laughs> you can start today, and I think a lot of people they if once they start, you get that first gain, you get bit by the bug. Yep. Uh, so hopefully for, you know, I don't think the volume, I mean, the volume's crazy right now, man, where it's only, it's only getting bigger and bigger and bigger. So it's here to stay and I'm yep. stoked about it. I think this, I think the markets, the overall markets are not necessarily healthy. And I like in <laughs> my, in my view of what they, what healthy looks like, I guess you could say. Right. Uh, but, but the trading is good. The trading is healthy, uh, not healthy moves. Like and from a trader perspective that like, 10 to 170 is not a healthy move, <laughs> but, but for us, it's amazing. It's perfect. Yeah. It's what we want. And it's a good place to be right now. Well, that being said, thank you, Roland. It's nice to catch yeah, up yeah. again. Um, 100%. To, to all of you again, listening, um, we'll head over to steadytrade.com. It's always the easiest place. Um, we'll, we'll link everything that, that Roland mentioned. You know, he's got a couple programs and, uh, you know, I tell you, I can't, recommend enough you know I, I listen i started learning from sykes back in the day i spent you know again not to get into my bio but i mean i spent decades kind of wandering in the wilderness trying to try and real stocks reading books doing all this stuff and then i find sykes and within a matter of months it clicked now again it wasn't like i was totally crushing it back in 2007 but it was like it made sense and and that's what mentorship can do because like we mentioned, I mean, you can buy all the books, but there's nothing, there's no, not that I know of, there's no book that's going to explain what's going on right now. And that's, what's great about what Roland is doing is, I mean, real time, you got webinars, you got an archive, he can teach you all of this stuff to get to that self-sufficient level. So that being said, head over to steadytrade.com. Thank you, Stephen. Thank you, Roland. Thank and you, everyone guys. else. We'll, uh, we'll see you next time. Take care. You've reached the end of another episode of the Steady Trade Podcast. If you enjoyed the show, don't forget to rate and review us wherever you get your podcasts. Want to watch the video version? Subscribe to our YouTube channel, Stocks to Trade, so you never miss an episode. Until next time.